PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello and welcome to the next episode of PlayStation Unchained, presented by PlayStation Universe at PlayStationUniverse.com. I am your host today, Gary, but I'm, as always, joined by great co-host and the usual host of Unchained, Ben. How Hi, you? it's me. Yeah, I thought I'd be quite lazy this week because, I'll be honest, most of the show is me going to be going, So, Gary, how's VR2? So, Gary, <laughs> how's VR2? So I thought, rather than me just saying, Gary, how's VR2 for an hour, maybe you should just talk. Oh, thanks. I'll talk for an hour. You're right. Good Sweet. <laughs> I mean, Everybody I'll still ask you how's VR2, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's your week been, Ben? Not bad, thank you. Uh, my, I got my hand out of my cast, so now I've yes. got freedom of movement. Um, so I've been yes. playing games again. Um, I still 14? can't play games. What's that? Uh, a little bit. Um, I've been getting back to Overwatch and Destiny, actually. So, uh, so you decided to go play fast-paced games rather than slower-paced games right away. <laughs> yeah, because I, I just had two months of slower-paced games. I want to play something that has movement. So, yeah. Um, I mean, nothing screams getting back to full health, like pushing your body to its limits by moving your thumb. Uh, speed. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. Uh, plus, I'm I'm just waiting because the next Final Fantasy 14 patch should be announced in the next couple of weeks. So I'm mm-hmm. waiting for that to be announced um, because we should be getting six point three point five. I think we're on soon. Uh, which has the new deep dungeon, which I'm excited for. That's my favorite content. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Good, good, good. Well, I'm glad that you're back to essentially full health right now. Yeah. Still a little time. Still a little time until you're 100%, but. Yeah. You're getting there. Just in time for big time gaming coming out. Yes. (laughs) Such as Final Fantasy 16, the best game of the year. It's two more months, three, three more months. No, four three more months. months. Is it four? Anyway, I think it's four. Yeah, anyway. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also joining us, Alfonso. Hello, hello. How is the Fonz doing? Uh, let's see. I didn't get my VR2. So basically, the same thing is happening that happened with my PS5. I have to wait until they call me to pick it up. The only thing I got from my order was the uh, DualSense controller charging station. That's mm-hmm. all I got. But yeah, I still have to wait until they call me to pick up my VR2. Um, other than that, I did finish a Forspoken. Not a bad story, I, I may say. I, I judged it too soon. The story was good. Um, I also could say I was having problems with those challenges as you need to challenge the spells to upgrade them fully. It's not as hard as you think. The game doesn't do a good job explaining how to do the challenges. Um, some are pretty easy. Some are not straightforward. But if you actually look at um, look online to how to do it, yeah, you can 
probably do all like one set, probably do one um, playthrough, which I did. So I got one more to do, and then basically it's just uh, collectibles and Hello Platinum. And I ain't done. Um, man, look at you working for a platinum instead of buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. you feel more rewarding? No, because it's taking too damn long. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I could have had 30 by now. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, quick question. What do you mean you have to go pick up your VR? Isn't it straight from PS Direct? Like, they're not selling no, it anywhere I, else. No, I, I got mine through Best Buy because at the time... Uh, How? Yeah, it was available. I'm confused. On, it was I thought available they weren't selling it. Oh no, it was available on Best Buy. Are you sure you didn't buy like the original? No, no, PSVR two. It was available on Best Buy at the time. That I was trying to pre-order it. It wasn't the the site was down. Could not get on the site. It was available on Best Buy. I got it through Best Buy. I'm so confused now. Yeah, I I I I'm I not, thought I'm it was only from Direct. I thought so too, but hey, Best Buy had it. Huh. Interesting. Well, yep. was there an ETA on when it's going to get there? Um, they say next week. <laughs> no, not this week. Uh, this week, sorry. Uh, so by Wednesday. Man, well, here's hoping to you, man. Were you okay? Oh, you didn't get to play the original VR, right? You said? Not really. And because you just didn't want it, or because it gave you motion sickness, or what was no, the reason? No, because of uh, the health issues. Oh, oh yeah, the skin cancer. Yeah. I keep forgetting yeah. the reasons. I'm sorry. It's all right. Well, I hope you don't suffer from the motion sickness, because that shit I... is real. <laughs> okay, well, since we're contacting um, some managers at Best Buy, the Best Buy U.S. National Office. Uh, someone read it, found out they should. They, uh, the PSVR two would be available in their stores. Uh, they, the latest they heard was going to be the shipment should start late April, early May. Uh, that's a, no, 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 Ben. Don't tell me that, Ben. Don't tell me that. <laughs> no, no. I can't wait. No, I can't wait that long. Mm-mm. No, no. Why no. didn't you just get it from PS Direct, man? Why did you go to Best Buy? Because oh, here, I found it. Oh, Gary. The site was down, and I wanted to make sure I pre-order my, 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 my set before it runs out. Look what happened. I go through the same thing that I did with my PS5. I found out. You didn't get an invite? Be- no. Huh. Man, I feel bad for you. Okay, I found it on Best Buy Canada as well. So and it says it's oh available to ship now for 750 Canadian dollars. That's essentially the same amount. <laughs> yeah. Canadian American dollars that aren't that big of a difference. Ugh. That sucks. Yeah, I got an invite. So I was like, cool. Just put myself in line and waited for the queue and I was in. Sorry, man. It's all right. It's not like I didn't get to play. I I know someone who got theirs and I tried it for an hour and a half. So I, I had some feel of it. Oh, snap. Well, why don't we just get into it then? PSVR 2 has launched with a lot of games, I would say. A lot of games that a lot of people have already experienced, but some new ones. Um, Alfonso, I'll just start with you. Um, you got to play a little bit of it. What games did you play? What did you think, hardware-wise? 
Uh, only guys, I didn't get to try much of Horizon because I didn't, I didn't want to take the experience of my friend. Like, so I didn't really get to play much of that. I mostly just focus on Gran Turismo Seven. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, hardware wise, I like it. I I like it. It took a while to like adjust it to my head because my friend told me um, he has a lot of hair on his head and. With him using it, even though he turns the crank, you know, the crank to tighten it while he's moving, he he says it still uh, falls off his head, like it, sli- it slides down to off his face. I I don't know if he's still having that problem, but because of that, I had to readjust it to my head, and yeah, it took a while till I got a a good fit. Uh I don't like the nose part. The nose part is um, it feels a lot of pressure around my nose. That 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 whole rubber piece where the nose is attached to you. I don't like that part at all. Um, most of the weight is by the forehead, which is fine. Um, I like how the controls feel in my hand. I wish the strap was more below than on the side. It's not a problem, but it just it just feels weird. I love the see-through pass where you could just press the button and you could see around your right and just go back that. I, I love that. I love the eye tracking, which is not in Gran Turismo. Um, it is in Horizon, which, like I said, I didn't play much Horizon. Um, but what I've seen so far, it is good, even though most of it is just climbing, which is a little boring. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to go back to it. Cause it's, just a, it's a lot of you have to do a lot of climbing to get to the objectives you need to in Horizon. Um, but as for Gran Turismo, yeah, it's it's amazing seeing these cars in in VR. Like knowing the type of cars I know in the real world and then seeing them in virtually, yeah, it is a is is a lot of fun. And I, I see why a lot of people say you should try racing in VR because. Yeah, it's, it's just fantastic. I, I can't wait to get my set so I can just play. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to start with Gran Turismo because, yeah, the, the amount of fun I had playing that, I, was, I couldn't put it down. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, you know, all these games came out. You know, Horizon was supposed to be the big showcase for VR2. But from everybody mm-hmm. I've talked to that has VR2, they're saying Gran Turismo 7 is the showcase for PSVR2. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I personally still haven't tried it yet. Um, I'm just, I still have to buy the game. I, I specifically never bought the game because I I waited for the VR version. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I have more time, because I'm doing a bunch of reviews, once I get more time to f- actually go in and enjoy it, um, that's definitely the one I'm looking forward to. Um, can you play that game with the dual senses, or is it strictly the controller? You can play it with the dual sense. Oh my god, how the fuck does that work? <laughs> I don't know. That was I, difficult I, as hell. Did I, you like turn know. with the little thumbstick? Oh man! I, I didn't get to try. My friend said he did, and he said it felt a little weird. He obviously, you got to adjust to it, but he said it does work. Okay. Um. Yeah, but for me, as far as hardware wise, um, I didn't have a problem getting on my head. I tightened it pretty tight. Uh, it does still loosen up a little bit because I do have terrible hair on the back of my head that I need to shave right now. Um, mm-hmm. so that is a thing. Um, I do feel it's a little heavy on the front side, 
compared to the back, which makes sense because it's just the strap on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did have problems sometimes, like like when I look straight up in a game, I feel like the headset is going down, and I can feel like my eyelashes hitting the screen, the lenses, which is mm-hmm. really annoying. Um, but outside of that, um, I like how you can adjust almost everything on it. You can adjust the front. You can adjust the back strap. Yeah. You can even adjust uh, the width of your eyes, which is really cool. If you have wider eyes, you can adjust the lenses apart from uh, from each other or closer to if your eyes are closer to to, to your nose area, um, yeah. which is great. Um, I like the setup. When you go through the setup, you have to do the eye tracking. I don't know if you got to see that during the setup. Um, no, I didn't get But that was weird. It, it, it's literally just like two eyeballs like on the screen and you got to like align the circles that they have on the screen to your eyes and you're just like moving your eyes. Out. It looks really creepy. It's just the eyeball moving around. <laughs> you don't even see the skull or anything. It's just eyes. Um, but a setup is very easy. You know, they go through everything. Uh, I like how it measures your room where, it's, where it tells you, okay, Look around your entire room, the ceiling, the floor, and everything, so we can determine, like, this area, you know? And you see, like, these little blocks, like, it's building a VR world, which is really cool, around all the objects in your room, so you don't hit shit, uh-huh. um, which is pretty cool. Um, I wish the see-through thing was on the controllers, though. I hate that it's on the visor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because I constantly have to kind of search for it, and I also have the DualSense controller, which is actually kind of large. You know, as far as you're holding it and you're trying to do that, it's kind of annoying. Um, I wish it was on the controller some way. Or, like, you can just tap it, like, if if the headset had, like, a touchpad, you can just touch it, and, you know, it'll do that. It'll do it like that. But it's cool, you know, it's... it's, I don't know what kind of... It's black and white, right? But, like, the electronics... In the room are like super bright. I don't know if you noticed. Um, at least that's how it is for me. Like I look down and like on my mouse pad, which is you know lighted up, and like it just flashes lights every time there's any electronic device that's turned on. It looks kind of weird. Um, but I do like the see-through thing. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, my question for you, because I yeah. obviously can't. I don't. I don't know if it's incorrect or as well. Um, how is the finger tracking? Because I heard it had that. Um, I don't think I'm playing the right games for finger tracking. Um, because I'm seeing, I watched videos of some games that came out on Oculus, right? To see, oh, do I want to try this game? Want to buy it? And it seems the Oculus has much better finger tracking than the DualSense does right now. Um, because every time I, I hold the DualSense controllers, I always have the finger guns because that's how I'm holding the controller because the R2 is at yeah. the top, right? And the thumbs yeah. are where the analog. So every game, I got the finger guns. And if I let go, say I let go my pinky, right? It doesn't do anything. I think the sensor is where your um, middle finger is. So if you let go your middle finger, the last two fingers go with it. Um, oh, okay. That's what I've noticed in the games that I've played. I don't know if that's every game, but so far that's what I've noticed. And it's been kind of weird. Um, because there's a game, Zenith, which is the uh, the VR MMO that came out. Um, 
I saw people playing that on Oculus, and it's cool because like they grab something right in that game, and they have to hold it with their entire hand, and it looks way more realistic. Whereas on the VR two, I grab something and I'm holding it with finger guns, <laughs> and it looks weird. Uh, <laughs> same thing with like I have two swords, and I'm holding the two swords, and I'm holding it with finger guns. Um, so it's weird like that. But like I said, it's the games maybe that I'm playing that's doing it, but so far okay. I haven't really seen... Because you still have to hold the controller. You can't just let go of the controller, yeah, you know? Yeah. If you let go of the controller, how are you going to play anything? And I think that's the big problem here when it comes to the finger tracking. Um, I haven't really played a game with eye tracking yet. Um, one of the games I'm playing is, a, is like an anime visual novel game in VR, which is actually pretty cool. But I noticed that the characters in that follow you around with their head. So they just follow you. And it's kind of creepy. It's like looking at a Mona Lisa painting where she's like staring at you the whole time. Um, I don't know if that's eye tracking or what that is, but. I, I want there. finger tracking for waifu games, please. Okay. <laughs> yes, man, yes. <laughs> get an um... impact? When? Oh my God. I will. You'll never hear from me again. Oh my God. <laughs> any any issues with lost connection? Like you lose it's out of sync. Um, it's happened once to me. Um, and that's the only time it's happened. Uh, I don't even know what the hell happened, but it just said lost connection. Then came back like almost instantaneously. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, hardware wise, I I don't really have a problem with it. Um. There are times where it is hard to get the right base on the headset to get a good visual. Like, my biggest problem with it when I first got it was, like, I everything just seemed blurry all the time. Like, always. Um, and I thought it was just the way I was holding it, but I guess it's not. It's because, like, if you look at the, the PlayStation menu, right, and you look at it through the VR, it looks very blurry. For me, I think it's because I have, um, what's it called? Nearsightedness. Um, so it's further away, so I can't really see it that well. But when I put on, when I start a VR game, then it looks much better. Can you but not wear like glasses going... underneath the VR? Because that's what you can you do can. with the last one. Okay, yes, good. you can. Um, and I did that, and a lot of things were a lot better. So for you, Ben, yes, you can wear the glasses. At some, yeah. at, like the moment I put on the headset with the glasses, I even forgot I had my glasses on. Like you can't feel the glasses on your head with the VR headset on there, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, the hardware is great. Charging station, Alfonso. Oh man, it's a must. But getting those things to sit on that charging station. <laughs> Is a work. It's a job, man. You look at it, it's like, what the hell? How do I fucking put it on there? I don't understand. <laughs> so have fun with that. Every time I do it, I gotta, like, take everything off. I gotta slowly, like, hold the charging station with one hand, put the controller yeah. on there, adjust it. I was like, oh my god. Key. Like, if you bump it wrong, <laughs> it just ends up flying off. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it, um, it, it sits on there with a, like a magnetic charger, which yeah, is nice, yeah. but it's not a very strong magnetic charger. <laughs> Are you using the headphones that were included in the box? I tried the headphones, and they're just fine. They're very 
okay because they like, they attach to the back of the strap, so it never yeah. goes over your head and it just goes in your ears. But you can use whatever headset you want. I use my PlayStation Pulse headset, and it's okay, like the most comfortable. Yeah, it's the most comfortable. I hate fit. in here. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's a very comfortable fit with the Pulse headset. Uh, I don't know about third party headsets. But with the Pulse one, it, it feels like it naturally goes with the headset. Um, okay. Yeah, and I have no problem with it at all. I do feel like I get better sound through the ear ones that comes with it, but I don't get the 3D audio like I do with the Pulse headset. Um, and I need that 3D audio for the Pulse headset. <laughs> okay, um, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, the games I've tried, like I said, I tried the the the, the anime. Um... Sorry, I just want to add to that. That sounds like a flaw to me, that they would include stuff that doesn't have 3D audio with the headset that should really need 3D audio. I, I feel mean, like if they're maybe it does. I just don't feel it because my ear is okay. open and it just got the thing in there, you know? Yeah, I'm just like, that Whereas, was, that's quite a bit of a yeah. flaw, like considering the price of the the, the, head, yeah, the headset. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say, I was kind of shocked that it didn't come with a cleaning cloth like the first one did. <laughs> I was like, where's the cleaning cloth to clean the lenses? It doesn't come with one. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Got to get my own cleaning cloth now. Which is not a problem. I have a cleaning cloth, but I was like, I was really surprised it didn't come with one. Um, well, as far as the games I played, I tried the Star Wars one, which was actually kind of cool. I like shooting the laser blasters. That was fun. Um, that one gave me the most motion sickness, though. I don't know what it was about that game, but I got a lot of motion sickness playing that game. Um, the other game I'm playing right now for review is the anime visual novel game. So you can imagine it's a visual novel, but in VR. So you can see the environment. You can see the characters. You walk around. You do a couple puzzles here and there. It's nothing fancy or anything like that. But it's a nice little showcase visually of what VR can do. They got some really nice uh, sci-fi visuals in that one. Um, the other game I got to try, like I said, is Zenith, which is the MMO Zenith, the Lost City, which I think a lot of people are going to want to play simply because it's the closest thing you're going to get to playing like an actual MMO, a fantasy MMO in VR and done well. Uh, it is a fun game. It only has two classes so far, but it makes sense for only two classes because uh, they they call it um, the the melee dual dual wielding melee class. So you have two swords, or the long range uh, like techno mage or something like that, where you get like two blaster guns. Um, I just call it um, the lazy class and the get fit class. <laughs> Because if you're going in with two blades melee, you are going to get a fucking exercise. Because you got to do all the swinging motions when you attack yourself. And that is going to tire your ass out. Um, but that game is fun. Like I said, if you're going into an MMO, if you want to play an MMO in VR, that's literally your only good option. Um, it's got everything. Classes. Bring out the Final Fantasy fourteen VR mode, Square. Do it. Seriously, if, if they can look at that game back, this is going to work. Classes, guilds. They've nothing. tested it t- twice in the past, but they never released it. One where it was I actual content. Um, you fought Titan, 
and they, they added like a walk around Costa del Sol. Um, and then the second time was a room for the cat girls. So, of course it was. <laughs> yeah. Zenith has cooking in it, and I gotta tell you right now, if every game that had cooking systems was like the one in Zenith, I would be cooking all day. I spent an hour and a half yesterday just cooking in that game. You have your whole kitchen, and you're literally cooking like you would in real life. Oh, here's some milk. Let me pour it on here in this thing. I got to make sure the temperature is right to cook it. I'm flipping pancakes and shit on the pan. American pancakes, Ben, sorry. <laughs> so I'm flipping them in the pan and catching it as it lands so it doesn't burn on one side. I'm cutting fruit with a knife with my DualSense controller. It was awesome. I spent an hour and a half and I never got bored cooking. Every <laughs> game should have this kind of cooking shit. <laughs> I've been playing this all day. <laughs> Where's my cooking simulator? In VR too. This is I, I, I'm right a cooking mama. <laughs> I had a blast just cooking. You don't know, man. Um, but like I said, the combat is fun. You block with the with the with your weapons when enemies attack with your dual sense. Enemies have weak spots that glow, and you can try to hit their weak spots. Like I said, I'm playing the dual. Blade class, and it is exhausting. How many times I'm like, my arms are sore as shit right now. <laughs> um, so if you don't want to get the exercise, play the the techno mage class because you just hold your hands up and shoot shit. <laughs> um, but like I said, a very good example of an MMO that can be done in VR. I I look at a lot of MMOs and I'm like, you can do Warcraft in this. You can do Finally, Sword Art Online. Do a proper goddamn VR version of that game. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, the other one I tried, which I will say right now, uh, outside of Gran Turismo 7, uh, from what people are saying, Resident Evil 8 VR is probably, from what I've experienced, the best use of every feature that the VR has. Outside of eye tracking. I still don't think that game has eye tracking. but I'll tell you right now, that game you cannot play sitting down in VR. You have to be standing up. And the reason I say that is because if you play the way it's meant to be played in VR, you have to do all the weapon reload animations like you would in real life. <laughs> what game was this again? Sorry? Resident Evil 8. Ah, because I thought you were talking about Gran Turismo for a second. I'm like, weapon <laughs> reloads? <laughs> No, like, seriously, you have a shotgun, right? You have to grab one shell at a time from where, like, the side of your body and load it in like you would an actual shell into the clip or into the shotgun one by one. You have to hold it with two weapons, and every shot you have to uh, cog the thing back. I, what is that thing called? I don't remember. Um, to, uh, to blow out the shell. You have to hold the shotgun with two arms, which is really cool. So you have to use both your dual sense controllers when you're shooting. Um, and it has the kickback. Every time you shoot, the controllers have a very strong uh, vibration. And your head, the, for, I don't know if you know this, know this, but the headset has vibration in it as well. So it does vibrate when stuff hits ah, you. Ah, cool. Shit. The headset does. So every time you shoot it, it's like they're trying to give you the feel of actually shooting the shotgun where the controllers vibrate. Your headset vibrates like you're shooting something very powerful and violent. 
Um, it's really, you can't shoot the shotgun with one hand because realistically it'll probably destroy your entire arm if you did that. Um, if you're using the pistol, you got to discharge the clip, grab another clip from your side, insert it in, uh, clog or um, what's it called? Pull the, the, the top of the pistol so it discharges the, the last shell that was in there or the bullet. You have to do all that stuff when you're using a sniper rifle. You actually have to look through the scope when you're using the sniper rifle. And what's cool about that game, oh, it does use eye tracking in this way, where when you're setting up the VR for Resident Evil 8, it asks you what your dominant hand is, and then it asks you what your dominant eye is. So when you close one eye, which one do you usually close to look through? Um, because when you're using the sniper rifle, you kind of have to close the, the eye. Because if you don't, you're getting double vision, and chances are you're going to miss. So you got to close one eye to aim, and it's really cool how it does that. Yeah, that's a, um, that's, that's a nice detail, yeah. Yeah, and the sniper, I'm like, it's one bullet, then you got to get out of the scope. You got to discharge the bullet by pulling the handle thing and putting it back like a bolt-action rifle. <laughs> um, it does all that. And I don't recommend anybody play that way unless they're like a real professional military person. <laughs> because Resident Evil 8 is not a slow game. If you have to do all this while you're being attacked by like four or five enemies, you're going to die instantly. Like very quickly. And I tried this. I got to like the beginning part where you're attacked by a bunch of werewolves in the village. Um, no bueno. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> oh, it's too hard, man. Like you're trying to run away and reload your gun. Unless you had professional training doing this, it's very hard to do it. Like I try to do it, and I try to put the clip in, and I hit my controller so hard, my controller flew out of my hand. The clip in the game went flying out of my hand. I totally missed it. <laughs> it wasn't cool, man. <laughs> um. Good news, it does give you the option to not play that realistically, where you can just push, I think it's like the, the circle button on the right DualSense, and it does all the reloading for you um, normally, but it is the best use of v, the realistic VR that you can do. Like, you use the, like, you pull out the flashlight, and you can look with the flashlight with your left hand which is really cool like realistic dynamic lighting if you press the r2 or the l2 button you flip the flashlight and hold it uh the way like cops hold it when they hold mm -hmm. the flashlight in the gun so you can do it that way too which is pretty cool um you also do that with the knife they so can stab like you know a normal person or you can flip it and fight like rambo style as well which is pretty cool um but yeah uh, Resident Evil 8 is fantastic use of VR in every way, but it is a very difficult game to play in VR because it is so much more fast-paced than pretty much all the other games I've tried in VR, even VR 1. Um, it will be tough for people. And that's not including the motion sickness, if you get that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so good luck with that shit. Um, yeah, uh, Ben, any questions you have for about VR uh, you want to ask? Well, no, a lot of the stuff I've, I was confused about, you answered anyway, like the um, glasses, because, I, you know, I wear glasses, so I want to make sure. Mm -hmm. uh, can you play any game in VR? 
If you can play any game, obviously it's not going to be in VR. Um, it's just going to be like playing in a theater mode. Or you'll see the screen, but you can, you know, move around. It, it, it's, it's pretty much like looking at a TV in a black okay. room is, is essentially what it's going to be. Okay. So like PSVR 1 then, the cinema mode. Yeah. Yeah. Goes, you mode, know. Essentially, yeah. Nice. Because I, I played some games like that anyway, like Final Fantasy and, you know, Final Fantasy. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice because the, 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 the one wire that it has is a long. I didn't think it was going to be that long. I'm really happy that it's a long. It is a very long wire. Um, I don't know feet-wise how much it is. I think it's like 20 feet. I am sad that the lack sure. of... Um, I don't think the PS PlayStation 5 supports 3D Blu-ray, which sucks. Because, again, that was one of the reasons I used to like the VR one. But that's... I don't think it supports that, right? I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I don't have any oh. Blu-ray, 3D Blu-ray movies, so I don't know. Yeah. can't try it. No worries, thank you. Um, but no... Oh, boy, you can I'm... watch a movie on it just fine? No problem. Yay! But um, just but like no. the first one, it can get hot wearing the damn thing yeah. for too long. Um, honestly, I will say right now, I don't get motion sickness very well. Like I said, I got it with Star Wars, but Star Wars was the first game I tried, so maybe my body just had to get used to the movement and stuff of the VR. Um, but I, I will tell you right now, you cannot play that thing for too long. Like the maximum I was able to play in VR was about two, maybe two and a half hours before I started to, to feel like I was, I was getting sick. Maybe that's just me. Um, I hope it's just me. But even just sitting there doing nothing, like playing that visual novel game, I started to feel a little nauseous. And I wasn't even doing it. I was just sitting there watching dialogue play out. Um, so I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like it's going to be really hard for a lot of people to, to play it on a regular basis for long periods of time. I mean, VR is not designed for long play. It's designed to have some fun and then stop. It's not designed for you to sit there for 12 hours in a row. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I would yeah. hope not. Um, but yeah, they, they give you a lot of options to help people with motion sickness. Every game that I've tried has like seven or eight different options in the settings to help people with motion sickness play VR in the best way to not get motion sickness, um, which is great. Absolutely, Obviously, yeah. there's the smooth movement, which is what I play with because I don't usually get motion sick, but they have like the, the snap movement where it just snaps your character instead of having a full movement. Uh, you can adjust the sliders on that in a lot of games where you can have um, like 10% snap, 50% snap, however you want it. There's even a, an option where if you're playing smooth, um, the 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 lenses kind of blacken out a little bit, and I think the reason they do that is so your body doesn't get sick some way. I don't quite understand what it is. Um, but almost every game has this. So I, I'm guessing it's very important. Where like the sides of the lenses and the the like the the area where your eyes meet at the bridge of your nose, those get dark when you move around um 
if you're playing in smooth motion. I think that's, again, so people don't feel nauseous and don't start throwing up right away. I think that's what that's designed for. Um, so they give you a lot of options of how you want to play the, the VR. So um, you can even turn off like camera control with the right analog stick on a lot of them and just use your body as the camera instead. Uh, but again, that's all, believe me when I did, that's only if you have a lot of empty space and you're playing standing up because you're going to run into shit pretty easily if you don't. <laughs> um, another cool thing I should add, every game that you start up, um, it measures your playing room. So depending on how you set up your room during the first calibration, which you can recalibrate everything whenever you want. But like every time you start a game, uh, it creates a circle around you and where the center of you are is. And depending on how you play and how it measured things in your environment, it'll tell you how far you can stretch out your arms in that game. Uh, depending on, obviously, how it measured your room, which is really cool. So you can, so you know exactly how far you can go. Um, and there's always like red sensors start to appear on your screen before you hit shit. <laughs> I think it's got like a maybe I think a two inch or a one inch distance. So right before you hit something in your room, for example, it'll show you a red sensor that you're about to hit something in your room with your hands and the controllers. So I thought that was really cool. It's a nice little safety thing they they have in there as well. Anything else? Uh, no, that's uh, the top of my really. head. Yeah. You've sold me that VR MMO. So. Yeah, that VR MMO is great, dude. It really is. It's a lot of fun. Um, I was having a blast playing it. Uh, I really was. Um, it has issues like every MMO does when it comes out, uh, where it's yeah. like, I try to track a quest and it's like, oh, kill 15 Sith, or Sith, I think it's called. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is a Sith? Like, how do I kill it? What does it look like? <laughs> you know, like, there's no enemy glossary for me to go in and say, have I fought this thing? What does it look like? Um, so it has those kind of issues where it's like, it doesn't tell you where to go or how to do stuff properly. Like, there's a moment in that game where I'm supposed to capture some sort of creatures with, like, some Pokemon capture ball. And, like, I throw it and it captures shit. It's really cool. But I'm like, how do I do it? Like, the game doesn't tell me how to do it. Like, okay, I buy the item, and then what do I do with it, you know? Um, or what the creatures I'm supposed to be capturing look like. So it, it, it's, it's the woes of a, uh, an MMO that just came out, you know, where they have to fix shit, adjust things, things like that. But it's really cool. One thing I love about VR, though, every game I've played so far, opening up a menu, like your inventory menu, is the greatest fucking thing ever. Like, you open it up, and you can use your buttons to do shit, or you can use your finger, and you can just tap on shit, and it opens up new menus and information that you want. It's really cool. Like, I'm playing Zenith, and I open up the menu, and I'm like, oh, let's go into my inventory. I click on the little chest box that looks like my inventory. It displays this huge display of all my information. I'm like, oh... Let's check out this sword. I tap on the sword and it brings it up and I can rotate it. Like I'm rotating a globe 
you know, with my two DualSense controllers, I'm looking at it, examining it. Menu shit is amazing in VR. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's super interactive. Reading a book or like a document and stuff, you're like, oh, I'm reading it. Oh, let me flip the page to the next page. Like you would an actual flipping of a page. It's pretty cool. The little things, you know. So yeah, PSVR 2. Great stuff. Great stuff. Alfonso, I was going to say <sighs> something before I said anything. What were you going to say, Alfonso? Sorry. No, uh, that's uh, nothing else. Yeah, uh, that was it. All right. Shall we then move on from PSVR 2? Yeah. To, because, yeah. Because this week, we had a very long-awaited state of play from Sony. Um, a state of play that people had very high expectations of. Um, one of those expectations was we were going to get 15 minutes of gameplay footage from Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. And we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, but obviously, a lot of other stuff. Um, it was a 45-minute presentation. Uh, 30 minutes was a bunch of other games. Uh, some were PSVR 2 games. Um, others, normal games. Ben, for you, your biggest game here was uh, Naruto. Yes! <laughs> the 20th I mean... anniversary of Naruto is coming, and they announced a pretty much updated version of the entire uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm collection. Yes. All of them. Introducing... In one bundle. Yeah, introducing some new characters, yeah. uh, mainly from Boruto, and some from normal Naruto. Ben, tell me yeah. why were you so excited about this, since you've played all of them already. What makes this exciting for you? I think they had some of the best anime cutscenes in an anime game for, for when they came out. Um, so I, the gameplay was great. The cutscenes were amazing. The graphics were pretty insane for their time. So I'm looking forward to seeing them being remastered and at now at 60 frames instead of 30. So I'm excited. It's, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, Naruto, when it came out, when these games came out, were essentially regarded as essentially the best anime game out there at the time. <laughs> um they did a really good job. Alfonso, you were a fan too, but you're not that excited about this. Why not? I'm, I'm not that excited just because they they re-release they re-release Naruto Ninja Store 1 through 4 on PS4. Well, the, not, not the, the, the adult version. I, I don't feel like playing this because it's not the entire... From what I saw from the trailer that broke down, it's not the entire story. It's just the main battles from each yeah. each game added to one. I have no problem with Narso. I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it. My problem is we're we're done with Naruto. I think Barto has enough characters and enough story to just focus on Barto's story. That's what I was looking forward to. But it seems like they're not doing that. Like again, granted, we don't know because it said a new story, but who knows if they're gonna do the Barto story. I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't know, but... there's a huge chance we're just gonna get the Indra and Ashura storyline 
because they're adding those as characters, so. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Fonzo, my question to you then, do you really think if they did a Boruto game, it'll even come close to being as successful as Naruto? I mean, Naruto I is Naruto's trash. that character. Yeah. <laughs> that was the same Mar- thing with Dragon Ball. Like, will Dragon Ball really be as successful if Goku wasn't in it? We would love that. Personally, I think we all would love that. But overall, like success wise, I don't think it. No, no I already know it's not. But I think it's no, that Naruto is in Boruto. Is But he's not still. the main character, is he? No, but he might as well be. Somebody's <laughs> 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 GT, where it's supposed to be about Pan, and then Goku just took over again. <laughs> I think from what I've seen, yes, like all the hypest moments have been like, oh my god, look at what Naruto's done in the new Boruto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That this is, true. is how villains are born. <laughs> yeah, yep. So, that's a shame. Ah. One game that was announced during State of Play as well was called Humanity from the developers of Tetris Effect and Res Infinite a game where you play as a Shiba Inu doggo and you lead a horde of humans through random puzzles and shit. This was announced for PS5, PS4, PSVR 2, and PSVR. There's a demo available for it right now as well that you can go and download and try. What did you guys think of this game? Because I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, it's puzzle games. Nope, that is not for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm passing. <laughs> but you saw the trailer, right? <laughs> I, I I don't know what to make of it. I don't. I like. I I try to understand it, and it's like I'm you're just... playing a sheep herding dog, but the sheep <laughs> are the people. <laughs> oh no! So confusing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, not me. <laughs> well, what about you, Ben? Not for you? You don't care? No, it's a puzzle game. I'm passing. <laughs> <laughs> no one can well, do puzzle it, games. It has garnered some praise from the demos, so we'll see you know, yeah. how it turns out. Uh, one of the bigger games announced uh, with some controversy. I say some, but it's actually been a lot of controversy. Baldur's Gate 3 is officially coming to PlayStation 5 and only PlayStation 5 as of now and PC. Um, Also launching on Steam and Epic Game Store. Um, This was announced during State of Play with an August 2023 release date. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 has been in development for a while. We've seen it uh, for the last two or three years now. Uh, Assuming it was only coming to PC, but now they have officially announced the console version of this game. Uh, This is from the developers of Divinity, which is two, and Divinity 2, two really great games, Warren Studios. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 has been a long time coming. Uh, People have wanted this for a very long time, but the controversy, PlayStation 5 only, Xbox, it's not coming to Xbox, not anytime soon at least. Um... And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but are you guys, Ben, are you excited for Baldur's Gate? Yes, I've been really excited for this. It looks really good. Uh, I hope it has cross-play between PC and PS5. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been really excited for Baldur's Gate because it, I've been enjoying D&D, so, and this is a D&D-style game. So, yeah, I'm excited. 
Yeah, and it, guess what? It has split screen co-op, which was awesome. Nice. <laughs> and online co-op as well. That's um, the bonus. So can yeah, play I'm, with your friends. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Alfonso. Yeah, I'm already telling that. Um, I play D D time for time. It's a lot of fun. It, the only thing is that it goes on for so long, but it's still a lot of fun. But yeah, that's that's a key factor. I love you know solo um, co-op games. Um and all on co-op and knowing that this game has it, yeah, that's that's a automatically first day pickup for me. Yeah, it looks great. It always did, even from the first gameplay trailer they showed. I thought it looked very solid. Um, if you never played Divinity and Divinity Two, those games are actually very difficult, but they are incredibly fun. They also had split screen uh, co-op in them as well and online co-op. Um, it had permadeath. Your character dies, he dead for good. I don't think this is what's going to happen in Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> I mean, you can probably turn that on as a feature. I'm sure you can, but fully expect to put in like 300 hours yeah. into just the first chapter of this game. <laughs> yeah. Be yeah. Um, you're looking at a massive time sink. A time sink that can probably last you the entire generation with Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate 3. <laughs> but it's nice to have a full firm release date launching day and date with the PC version. Um, J.K. Simmons uh, is also uh, playing the main villain of the game, which is really cool. J.K. Simmons, if you don't know, is um, the, uh, what's his name, from Spider-Man? Jameson. Um, yeah, Jonah Jameson. Uh, he was also Commissioner Gordon in uh, Batman vs. Superman and Justice League, Zack Snyder's version. So he's a famous actor. He's also mm-hmm. in a lot of uh, State Farm, com- not State Farm, um, what's the insurance commercial? Farmer's Insurance? Farmer's Insurance, yes. Yeah, Farmer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great voice. He has a fantastic voice, especially for a villain, so that's great. Yeah. Controversy, Wait, though. Isn't, yes. he, isn't he also Army Man from Invincible? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. <laughs> that he is. Um, so, controversy. What is the announcement? People instantaneously realized that Xbox was not mentioned in this reveal, obviously, because it was a state of play. But they were right to voice their opinions and anger because it was officially announced that the game is not coming to Xbox. Um, at launch. <laughs> at least not yet. At launch, yes. So very famous people of the internet and journalists were up in arms, bitching. Sony paid to have Baldur's Gate 3 exclusive to PlayStation. It started with that, with the accusations that Sony paid for exclusivity. That was quickly debunked by Warren Studios. They're like, Sony didn't pay us for anything. It's just what it is. Um, it is at this point, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't tell anybody why it wasn't coming to Xbox. They would later have to because it got so out of control um, that they had to release an official statement. And let me guess. Official... I'm ready. Let me let me guess. I'm ready. Official statement. Yeah. Let me guess. It's they didn't have the budget to make multiple, uh, so many multiple different versions. So that instead they had they settled with PS5 and PC. Not necessarily, Ben. Okay. <laughs> it's a problem that a lot of developers have denied in the past, but now Warren Studios has been the first company to come out and confirm why their game is not coming out on Xbox Series X. That reason 
Xbox Series S. They straight up came out and said that because of the requirement that Microsoft has that the, their games have to be able to run on both consoles equally the same perfectly good way outside of a few visual differences. Um, their reasoning, which they released an official statement, they emailed an official statement to press outlets saying they could not get split screen and online multiplayer to function very well or at all oh. on the Xbox Series S. <laughs> because of the split because screen of that, from what I've read. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that, they can't release the game on the Xbox Series X until they figure it out. Um, so as of right now, they're focusing on the PS5 and PC. And once if once and if they figure out how to do it on Xbox or if Microsoft drops that restriction of forcing their game to run exactly the same on Series S, it might not come to Xbox. Um, so yeah, it got out of control. I've never seen a studio have to come out and tell people why they're not doing something like this for a console. Um, but they had to do it. Uh, obviously, this came from reports. A lot of reports in the past that a lot of games aren't releasing on Xbox because companies can't get those games to run very well on the Series S. Um, those rumors were debunked by a lot of other studios. And we have no problem releasing games on the Series S and X. Um, but now one studio has come out and pretty much said that console is the problem. <laughs> Good for them. That, that's, yeah. that's all it is. Good for them. All right. <laughs> I'm tired of these. Well, I can't. Yeah. You know what? I'm tired of these, these conversations, these topics, these articles that we constantly have. Oh, it's not coming to this. Oh, people pay these developers and these companies to do on this console and not this console. I'm I'm not blaming Microsoft that they decide to make two different versions, two different SKUs of their Xbox. But hey, the Series S is an underpowered console compared to the X. That's an extra version these developers have to make to well try to make to make sure that it works perfectly and is stable for both your consoles. If they don't want to deal with the hassle to do it. They're not gonna. They don't have to do it. They're not forced to do it. Good on them for good on them to have that for having the balls to stepping up to the plate and say, you know what, we're not gonna do it because this is gonna give us too much problems. That's it. People just gotta deal with it. Move on. Yeah, they're refusing to compromise. They're refusing to compromise their vision and their game. And like you said, good for them. They're not compromising. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, ben, your thoughts then on this? Fair. Like this Xbox Series S is a weaker console. Um, and it's understandable that they're, they're, they're having it with the co-op, especially because co-op is more intensive than anything. It's very hard. It's not. They're not just rendering the game once. They're rendering the game twice. So yeah, fair is fair. If they have to delay it because they don't feel like it's, it makes sure the game runs is more important than just releasing it. Yeah. Like I said, it, if they can't figure it out, they might never release it on that system. You just never know unless Microsoft drops those restrictions. Um, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3, a, actually a pretty big game coming. I Don't mm -hmm. be surprised 
if Baldur's Gate 3 is nominated for Game of the Year, because it probably will be, and chances are it might actually win. Um, but at this rate, we'll see how it goes with Hogwarts taking all the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just thought I'd throw that in. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Sony, during State of Play, also announced the PlayStation Plus catalog for next month, March. Uh, our monthly games, our three monthly games, will include Battlefield 2042. That's a big one. Uh, Microsoft Dungeon or Minecraft, Minecraft Dungeons and Code Vein, the Namco Bandai Souls-like anime game. Um, Alfonso, mm-hmm. your thoughts on the catalog? Um, for the three games. Uh, Code Vein. I need to go back. Never really finished it. Battle Forty Two. Never played it because I don't like um how the series of Battlefield is going. But I am a huge Battlefield fan. I will choose that over Call of Duty anytime. So I will pick that up. And what's the next one? Minecraft Dungeons. Oh, well, obviously, come on, Minecraft is a is a billion dollar game. Everyone plays Minecraft, so yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ben. Minecraft looks amazing. I'm excited. I uh, played a little bit in the past, and I'm excited to probably play on PlayStation. Um, so yeah, yeah. Again, uh, interesting choice because we'll get to this in a little bit. But uh, the other games for the games catalog were also announced. Uh, we are getting uh, if you have PlayStation, uh, what is it? PlayStation Plus extra. extra. Yeah, extra. You will be receiving Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, uh, what is it, Tichia? Tichaya, which is Tichaya. a day one release, Tichaya, which is a day one release on Extra, it releases when the game releases, and uh, the other big one, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Ben, your thoughts on these games? Well, I played Rainbow Six Extraction, so you're not really getting anything there. Um, trust me. <laughs> uh, in Mortal Phoenix Rising, I've been tempted by that a lot. Um, to Chaya, that's been really cute, and I've been looking forward to that. Um, Uncharted, I've played them. Still good, though. And Ghostwire Tokyo, or as I like to call it, Japanese Doctor Strange. Um, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm ex- I'm kind of excited mainly for Tachaya, if I'm honest. So yeah, sure, Tachaya does look pretty fun. Nice little laid back adventure game. So yeah, uh, Al- Alfonso. I agree with Ben. Tachaya looks fun. Uh, I will definitely pick that up. Uh, Tom, was it Tom Clancy? As you said, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah, the Rainbow Alien, Six. Yeah, I, the, yeah. Alien I, 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 don't care for that. Um, Uncharted, hands down. Come on, you have to play. I don't care how many times they re-release it. Where they put it, I will play it again. Add it to my library because it's Uncharted. Um, but the most, the one I'm mostly looking forward to is Ghostwire Tokyo. Like I, I wanted to play it for a long time. Just never got to pick it up. Now we can. So yeah. Yeah. Um. Interesting month there simply because there are two games on that list that are owned by Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. And they're over here 
angry and pissed off with Sony. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yet they're releasing their games for free on Sony's console. <laughs> What's going on, man? Is it all just a show? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we hate Sony. They don't want us to have this deal. Here, have some free games. Maybe that'll change your mind. Is this bribery? Is that what's going on here? (laughs) (laughs) That's on top of Deathloop already being available as well. (laughs) Uh, Picking with uh, Ghostwire really quickly, that game was made by Tango Gameworks, uh, a studio created by uh, Shinji Mikami, the essentially father of the Resident Evil franchise who created Resident Evil, um, left Capcom after he made Resident Evil 4, uh, opened his new studio, Tango Gameworks, um, Mm -hmm. which is now owned by Microsoft because they were owned by Bethesda. Uh Uh, But news now coming out that Shinji Mikami is reportedly leaving Tango Gameworks in the next couple of months. Who saw this coming? I did. I saw it coming. <laughs> um, after the release of Hi-Fi Rush from Tango Gameworks, Tenji Mikami is set to leave without essentially releasing the final game in the trilogy of The Evil Within that people were hoping for. Um, whether it still comes with his name on it, we'll see. But he's leaving his own studio. Um... Japanese developers and Microsoft just don't work, man. They just do not work. Yeah. Um, Alfonso, your thoughts here? Like you said, it don't work. There's there's not a market for Microsoft. There, there's no market for Japan and Xbox. We've seen it. <laughs> We've seen the research. We've seen the numbers. And Xbox does poorly. I, that's just plain and simple. Like, if you're not gonna get sales from Xbox, then why continue being why why continue work for Xbox if you're not if it's not gonna work out for you? You go somewhere that works. That's just plain and simple. You go somewhere that works. That that's yeah, self-explanatory. It, it, it's pretty crazy, right? Like I feel like you something major has to happen for you to leave your own studio that you just created. <laughs> Like, this is your studio. You created it. This is like if Kojima's like, I'm leaving Kojima production. Have fun, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, something major had to have happened creative-wise where he's like, I don't want to work for Microsoft or something. He was fine with Bethesda, but apparently he's not fine with Microsoft. Ben, your thoughts? I mean, I, bye, I guess. I hope you make a new <laughs> studio with... I haven't really played any of their games, so I can't really say much. I've never played Evil Within. I haven't played Ghostwire Tokyo, and I haven't played Hi-Fi Rush, so I, I have no real... I think, I think the last game I played by him was... Let's have a look. Dino Crisis? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what games... It, what normally when I Google the names of people, it normally has a list of everything they've made, and normally, uh, <laughs> normally, right? <laughs> uh, I guess no, Resident Evil Four. I guess that was, uh, and I, I played some Platinum Game stuff. One second, what did he work on? 
Yeah, she worked with Platinum Games. Uh, Vanquish was one of them. I yeah, believe. I played Vanquish. That was good. Um, yeah, fantastic game. And he was in Fallout 4? Supposedly. Was he as a character? Yeah, Japanese voice of Takashi. Takahashi? Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, I, play, I played... Um, I played God Hand as well in Vanquish, so so 2010 was the last game I played by him. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, oh, we worked on then. the de- original Devil May Cry. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Moving on then. Um, during an earnings recall with David Zaslav, the head of Warner Brothers Discovery, he made the genius move of announcing <laughs> that Mortal Kombat 12 is in development before it was even announced. Um, during a random, random thing. Just, you know, whatever. We have Mortal Kombat 12 coming out alongside Suicide Squad. Essentially confirming that Mortal Kombat is the next game from um, NetherRealm Studios, and it is an Injustice 3. Um, Alfonso, I'm pretty sure you're as disappointed as I am with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want Injustice 3. I, like, I, feel like, I feel like we just had Mortal Kombat. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, I feel like... You we say just, Mortal but Mortal Kombat alone is four years old now. I mean, I mean, like in terms of updates, adding characters and characters, yeah. characters, it's like it's it's just recent. Like I, I, yeah, out of all the fighting games, Mortal Kombat is my go-to. But we're getting Street Fighter Six and Tekken Eight in this year. I don't need. Yeah, I, I, I should, I should, I, I should mention that he did also say that it is coming in 2023. So this oh, game God. is coming out this year. No, I don't need all these. Th- I don't need three. No. Well, it's a, it's a, I'm going to say this word again. It's the physical call of the year, physical call of the year, right? I believe so. So yeah. when they say, when they say 2023, it might not be 2023. It might be 2023. Oh, no, no. He's straight up said releasing this year. Yeah, but this year <laughs> doesn't mean the fact that, because this year is going to end soon. Technically, 2023 for them would be, what, June to June? I have no idea. Well, it depends on the company, but some company... I don't know. It, it, it Court year doesn't start in December or January. So it could be that it's 2023, but still 2024. You know what I mean? Like, technically, if they release... Like, Fantasy Seven. Let's just say Fantasy Seven releases in January 2024. That would be considered the 2023 year for the company. Okay. So just because they say it's releasing in 2023 doesn't mean it, it's gonna it, it, it's gonna release in 2023 for their financial reports, but it doesn't mean it's gonna release this year. Exactly. Like it might release in February 2024, and that might still be in their 12. Their, I don't know when their year starts. So yeah, I don't, all, all I know is the way he said it, he said we're having Mortal Kombat 12 and Suicide Squad releasing this year, is what he said. Yeah, <laughs> I said I don't know either. So, but I'm just saying that yeah. if people get excited that it comes it's... out 
this year. Just remember that it this year will, could also include technically next year, but it would be this year for them. Yeah. Um, what I can say about this is what a resurgence in fighting games. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. What a resurgence for fighting games. Holy shit. Out of nowhere, here come all the fighting games and the, all the major players as well. If we get yeah. Tekken, Street Fighter, and Mortal Kombat, the three major franchises in fighting games, modern fighting games, I should say, in the same year, that's pretty huge. I'd count King of Fighters, but that came out a couple years ago. Um, well, we're looking at the new Soul Calibur, and it'll be the, the golden age of fighting <laughs> games again. Seriously. Like, the, the, this resurgence in fighting games is amazing. The fact that people are getting so hyped and interested in all these fighting games now again is great and you know we got that new trailer for street fighter 6 that introduced zangief lily and cammy oh, zangief oh is a, my god zangief <laughs> is the is is the boss he's so cool now he's more realistic he's not just muscles he's actually a real muscle man now where he's actually got body fat and i loved it like he's not <laughs> just he doesn't have like a twelve pack for no reason. This unrealistic version of Zangief. He's a he's got like a man bod, but muscular man bod, like a real. I love Zangief so much. <laughs> so good. <laughs> he even says it in his victory pose. Like this is what a real man's body looks like. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> um, oh, Cammy, but Cammy did it. her outfit in this one and her move set. I was. Mm. I never played with Cammy at all. But when I saw Cammy here, I was like, is that my new number one in Street Fighter? Zagat. <laughs> Zagat, where are you at, man? <laughs> all I know is I can't wait to my, make my own character, though. I like, I like making my own characters. I, I like, always yeah, I like make feature. your own character, too. Yeah. yeah. It's great stuff. I'm happy for fighting games right now, man. Good for all yeah. of them. They all Yay. looking good. All looking obviously we haven't seen Mortal Kombat twelve, but we'll see what it goes on there. Like yeah. Kudos. Naruto coming out, you know. Yay. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Evo is gonna have a blast. Evo is looking at games like they just announced their lineup of games for this year, this Evo, but holy shit, what is it gonna be next year? Like how are you gonna how are they gonna pick games now? It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. So many games, so many fighting games. I'm excited. Uh, well, speaking with Warner Brothers, I guess well, we before should we get go there, to... I have a topic that's yeah. breaking news. Oh, please. It, it came out an hour ago from what I can tell. Um, okay. Has anyone ever heard of a franchise named Assassin's Creed? <laughs> Has anyone heard of that franchise before? It, was, it rings a bell. Okay, well, you know that there's six Assassin's Creed games coming out. Um, yeah. Looks like there's a Is couple there more a... being announced. Oh, great. Um, oh, God. Yeah, Ubisoft Sophia is now working on something called Project Nebula, Project Nebula, which is an Assassin's Creed title that will have India, Aztec Empire, and the Mediterranean. Um, supposedly, codename... Um, uh, Ubisoft Shangdu, sorry if I say that wrong, has pitched Project Raid, a free-to-play four-player co-op title that will be PVE. Uh, this will also have characters from all the different Assassin's Creed universes. That's uh, um, Assassin's Creed Project Raid. 
Uh, Ubisoft and Atsy, uh, they have made multiple games such as Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed and helping with The Division 2 as pitch Project Echoes, which is a new multiplayer title that will use the Ubisoft's daily technology, again, for Assassin's Creed. And then finally, Assassin's Creed Mirage uh, should be coming around August, followed by Assassin's Creed Nexus uh, in 2023, which is going to be... Um, so yeah, now there's, now there's 10 Assassin's Creed games on the way, um, along with Project Nexus, which is a VR title, which is supposed to be revealed at E3 this year. Um, so yeah, we've now got another four Assassin's Creed tiles. No, sorry, three. Three. Who knows? Maybe there's a fourth one that hasn't been announced yet. But three Assassin's Creed tiles bring in 10 Assassin's Creed related titles on the way. Gary, I, I mean, I guess it makes sense with their whole Assassin's Creed Infinite or whatever the hell that thing is called. Mm-hmm. Um, Ubisoft is out; they're out of ideas. They've tried new things; they failed with all their new things. Um, the moderate success they had with Watch Dogs has clearly been a failure to them now. Um, Far Cry is not even close to what it used to be With after Far Cry 3 came out. They thought they had success with 4. 5 came out, people started to weigh, weigh down a little bit, and now with 6, people didn't really buy into it. Wasn't even nominated for any awards, even though they decided to release a Game of the Year edition when it wasn't even nominated for a single Game of the Year. Um, Assassin's Creed is all they have. Um, yeah. They're not doing a Division 3. They already confirmed they're not doing a new Division. Um, we sucks. know we're getting we're getting wastelands, whatever the hell that West Virginia multiplayer one is going to be. Um, this is all they have outside of whatever um, collaboration they might have with Nintendo still uh, for for the Rabbids games. Yeah, um, yeah. Outside of Assassin's Creed and maybe the Crew, which they just announced a new Crew game, this might be the last chance for that franchise too um, to compete. In, in the street racing or even the racing genre, which is essentially being dominated by Forza and Gran Turismo at this point. Um, this is all they have. They can't even get a remake of fucking Prince of Persia out. Like, what is going on there? It's a remake. You can't possibly tell me you can't get this game out in the four years since it's been announced. What the fuck? Not even a screenshot. That's sad. That's just sad. <laughs> sad. Yeah, but it's an Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> Prince of Persia? Yeah. They should rename it to Assassin's Creed of Persia. And then <laughs> it, it would do well. Yeah. And they would release uh, they, it. <laughs> all, all this is going to do is turn people away from the franchise. If any yeah. of these Assassin's Creed, any one of them, is as big as Assassin's Creed Valhalla is, you may as well just quit. Nobody is going to have the time to play through all these fucking games of Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Well, they've said they're mm-hmm. aiming to be shorter games, right, aren't they? They're, that's what they've said. That's fine. I'm, I was, I'm actually excited for Mirage because it goes back to the old school Assassin's Creed. Like, I like the RPG stuff that they did with Odyssey and Valhalla. 
but not to the degree that they did. It was just too fucking big. There's so yeah. much shit to do. I don't have time to do the main story. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad about the smaller scale and kind of going back to the old school roots of Assassin's Creed. But the fact that you're now going to this locations that people have wanted since Assassin's Creed 2. It took too long. It took too long. You really did. I wanted them to go to Iraq. They're finally yeah. doing it. I Obviously, Japan was a big one. Yeah. Like nobody's nobody wants to go to Japan. Nobody nobody's excited about that. And then all of a sudden, everybody wants to go to Japan because Ghost of Tsushima showed you how much people yeah. wanted to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, and now they're going to to India, and we'll probably get the Persian Empire from there. You know, the Mediterranean. You already kind of did the Mediterranean with the Caribbean. It's not that big of a fucking difference. <laughs> um. I don't know. They, yeah, I thought you'd want to know just... about the new Assassin Creed's. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. I thought no, you'd want to know you, about man. the... No, no, thank you. I, I would. I would. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was really intrigued by whatever the trailer they showed of that horror Assassin's Creed, whatever the fuck that's going to be. Like, I was intrigued by that trailer, but I'm like, you got to do like a... Because it looked like a it's... horror game, you know? It's based on the um, Witch Trials. So we're going back to America. Never mind. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, at least I'm assuming it's the Salem Witch Trials. Um, unless it's... Yeah, Salem Witch Trials. The, yeah, the, 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 the Witch Trials during the plague, that will be super interesting. Assassin's Creed during the, the, the plague in Europe? I'll be all for that. Um, Assassin's Creed has yeah. around the Witch Trials occurring during the Holy Roman Empire. Oh, so we're going back to Rome? Interesting. Uh, Assassin's Creed Conan and Hex developed by Montreal City takes place near the end of Holy Roman Empire and centers on the witch trials that occurred during that time. So to uh, set uh, 15th to the 18th century around Europe. Oh, okay. See, now I'm more intrigued. I'm actually intrigued by this because I like that that setting is going to be interesting to do an Assassin's Creed game in where everything was a fucking shithole. That you never wanted to step foot in. Like people who say, I wish I lived back in that time period. No, no, you don't. You'd probably die on the first time you're there, the first day. That's a terrifying time to live in. Um, I'm excited to play the game though. But yeah. Um Alfonso, your thoughts. No, 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 thoughts. I'm tired of Assassin's Creed. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) You you basically said everything, Gary, and I agree with you hundred percent. (laughs) <laughs> uh, ben, you never really gave your thoughts. Are you excited for all these Assassin's Creed games? No. I'm more excited <laughs> no. about announcing that I'm actually playing them. Are you excited that they announced that they're finally going to fix Assassin's Creed Syndicate for PlayStation 5? Uh, sure. <laughs> that's the best one because it's the one in England, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's that, yeah, so it's the best one, Assassin's Creed that's ever been made, ever. Because <laughs> it's England. Yeah. Uh, it's so sad to see Ubisoft fall so far. Uh, I don't even know what this means for the Splinter Cell remake they announced. Like, is that even going to be a thing now? Uh, Assassin's Creed Splinter Cell. Hex. Don't. It just Red. don't. <laughs> the, cr- the crew creed. <laughs> well, 
let's get to the final thing here, Ben. Um, the big game of a game that people have been waiting for for over eight years now. Rocksteady finally showed a long gameplay portion of Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. At the state of play, we got about 15 minutes of gameplay footage. Uh, I believe it was like seven of it was full-on gameplay, and the rest was kind of like behind the scenes and all the stuff they're adding to it. Uh, oh, man. Um, Before you say anything. Yes. Can we get something other than the Flash? Because we keep seeing the same section of game. I feel like there's nothing else in the game. Oh, I'm assuming they're showing the Flash because that's probably going to be the first boss you fight and they don't want to spoil anything else. Just show um, something else. Anything. Just Even if it's just Harley Quinn walking around the road. Just, uh, just show us anything else. <laughs> well, Ben, at this point, I don't want them to show anything at all of this game. <laughs> Um, I hate to say this because I, you know me, I love DC Comics. I love this world. I love these characters. I have never been more disappointed in something than I have been with this gameplay reveal. This gameplay reveal, I think, did more bad for Rocksteady in this game than it ever could have possibly been good. Um... I'll quickly give my thoughts before I move on to you guys, but it is literally a looter shooter now. That's all it is. Everybody looks like they play exactly the same. They all can use the same weapons outside of their normal abilities. They fly around in this world like they're fucking Superman um, hovering in the air. Like you got fucking King Shark doing a breaststroke in midair propelling himself forward like he's in water if people talk shit on red hood's lazarus pit magical jump and gotham knights i don't even know what they can possibly see right with the traversal here with these characters all i'm gonna say um, is if you can make avengers look good you've, you've done bad I guess, uh, but at least Avengers felt more grounded to their characters compared to this. That's what I mean. Avengers looked like you could play, you were actually playing the characters. This just doesn't look yeah. good. No, it does not. So much well, area, like when they're like just hovering in the air, like when King Shark is just f slowly falling down from the sky in like the slowest possible way imaginable, shooting dudes. Like, what is like. The gun keeping him afloat in midair? I don't understand what's happening. Um, you're fighting a tank with a whole bunch of purple orbs on it. I, I did that in Devil May Cry 2. That was fucking atrocious. I'm doing it here now. I'm fighting a helicopter with a giant purple orb. I'm fighting a turret with a giant purple orb. Even the normal enemies have giant purple orbs growing out of them. I wonder what I'm supposed to shoot at here. Um... Beyond disappointed. And then they had to go in and do that behind the scenes where they showed all the cosmetic stuff. You can look like, well, King Shark has Superman's outfit on. How cool is that? That's not cool, in my opinion. 
all these different guns with all these different stats and all these cosmetic versions of these guns. My God, can you not have fallen harder from grace after your Batman Arkham trilogy to deliver this? The only saving grace that I'm seeing right now in this game is its story. Um, I'm intrigued by this story. I'm excited to see Wonder Woman, the only one uh, that's not affected by Brainiac. She's trying to stop what's Brainiac doing. The reveal that in order to stop Brainiac, you have to kill the entire Justice League. People were confused about that whole thing. Like, why would that be a thing? Like, why couldn't he just lie? Well, because he couldn't lie. She had him in the lasso of truth. And that is the truth. You have to kill the Justice League. He can't lie to her when she has the lasso on him. So, like, is this their way of destroying their own universe? Because, like, they're moving on? With the whole James Gunn, everything has to be connected now? Either way, the story is the only saving grace for me right now. But everything else just looks like it's 15 to 20 years old. Like, they just went back in time, and they're like, this is what people are going to like in the future. Let's do this. And then 90% of those games have failed miserably. And this is the type of game you decided to do. Alfonso. (laughs) You're a big DC fan. What are your thoughts on Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. If this story... If this, I agree with you, Gary. Gameplay-wise, atrocious. It doesn't work. This this is like Gotham Knights, but worse. If this story in any way tarnishes the career that Kevin Conway has done, I'm gonna be fucking mad. <laughs> I'll go. This is his last role as Batman I, to go I, up I, with this. <laughs> yes, I'm going to be mad. I'm going. I like this. This. This is how you define his legacy by doing this bullshit. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. I. I don't like. I like. I said. I. The story sounds interesting. It, it sounds interesting. Like what? And you made a good point. Are they trying? I hope this does not tie into James Gunn's plan. I really hope that you made a good point. How how do you kill the Justice League? Is it is there a way to kill the Justice League? And if so, how you move forward, not having a Justice League in your future? Project based on what Gunn is trying to do. I I hope this is not part of his project where he tied the games into the movies and the TV shows and, and et cetera, et cetera. I hope this is not it. I, I don't want it this to be it. I hope it's some loophole where they find a way to keep them alive. But yeah, gameplay-wise, I'm not for it. Like, King Shark, you ain't know. Huge King Shark fan, especially in Suicide Squad, the, the movie. Seeing this, I don't want to be King Shark anymore. That doesn't make there's no way a brute supposed to be fucking fine in the air. No way. No, no, no. This, 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 yo. <laughs> this is so bad. 
if, if you go back and look at the first gameplay footage we saw of this game, it looks nothing like this. Like, at all. I don't even understand what happened. Like, I know people left from the studio during the making of this game, but did it really mess it up this badly? Like, what the fuck happened? Like, they weren't even showing, they barely showed any melee combat. Like, they showed King Shark take out his sights and do nothing with them. Why does Harley Quinn even have a baseball bat? When yeah. I can just run around shooting dudes with Gatling guns and shit. Yep, yep. What's the point of it? You know, I, I look at it and I'm like, I blame Superman for this. I really do. <laughs> because I'm, I guarantee you, they when they started making this game, and like, let's make the Justice League the bad guys. Let's look at Superman. How do you fight Superman with a bunch of four, with four dudes who are just normal people outside of King Shark, who's obviously a shark, but he's still... He, he can't fight Superman. We know that. You know? How do we do this fight? Well, we have to make it as aerial combat as possible because Superman flies around all over the place. Oh, he can move almost the same speed as the Flash. How do we combat that? You know, they built a fight against Superman and then they took that fight and implemented it into the entirety of the fucking game. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. The fight against Superman was a blueprint for the entire fucking game. And I still look at this game, and I'm like, how in the fuck did these four people take on any member of the Justice League? Any of them? How did they take on the Flash, who can run faster than the speed of light? How did they fight Green Lantern, who's essentially a god, who can make whatever the fuck he wants? How do you fight I mean, Martian one Dan of them's Hunter? using a speed force gauntlet, right? He's, his boomerang, he has, yeah. uh, he was able to create a boomerang that uses the speed force. Uh, Captain Boomerang. All he does is throw the boomerang and teleport to where the boomerang goes. That doesn't mean he's faster than the Flash. Like, they haven't shown the boss fights yet, or how the fights even go. But if the gameplay is any indication, I'm going to have to shoot some target, damage it a little bit, because the Flash is... Making fun of me running around in circles instead of beating the shit out of me and killing me in one hit. There's going to be some stupid shit like that. Same thing with Superman. Like, in this fight, I, I made fun of this in our Discord chat. Like, how is this gameplay going to be against the fight against Batman? Like, what is going to... Is he going to come out in a giant fucking... Batmech Gundam style and just pull out a fucking lightsaber and attack your ass? What are they doing, Gundam? Like, how was that fight going to work against Batman, who's a normal dude with technology, using the gameplay mechanics we saw here? I don't... Defeat the Batmobile! <laughs> by, by shooting the purple orbs on it. Awesome. I'm so excited, man. <laughs> like, we do, I, I, I kind of like the look of the game, so I'm still kind of excited. So I'm happy you are, dude. I, I really am. I want to be excited. I want to have faith in the studio. But I can tell you right now, the moment that game comes out and they have a multitude of issues and problems, network issues, this gun is unbalanced, this shit doesn't work right, I'm not going to have any sympathy for them at all. None. Because I'm fucking tired of this type of games as a service game. I'm so fucking tired of it. The moment they told me that they're going to have support for this game for years to come, 
Guess what? Every fucking studio says that about their game. And after the first three months, the support drops to like one update every three to four months, if you're even lucky at that. I'm not going to have sympathy for them because I'm tired of it. Nobody wanted this. You had a blueprint of an amazing franchise with Batman. People took that and they made their own comic book games like Spider-Man following this blueprint because that's what people wanted. And then you went and did what the one thing people didn't want was Avengers. That failed. And you took that blueprint and decided to do Justice League with that or Suicide Squad with it against an enemy that's all gods. Like, if Avengers did this and the villains you fought were Thanos, Galactus, Magneto, and Doctor Doom, people would look at them like, how the fuck are the Avengers supposed to fight all these guys? This is what this is. <laughs> Everybody in the Justice League is a god that cannot be stopped. I'm sorry. It's insane to me, the whole concept of this. And I don't know. I was just so disappointed in what I saw. Visually, it looks great. It's running at 60 frames a second, apparently. The whole game is, is targeting 60 frames a second. So kudos to them for that. Um, the world looks kind of alive, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, there's just shit happening all over the place. Um, but I don't know. Like, the, I don't think this is anything that people... I think people looked at it and was like, oh, you have four characters. They're all going to be a certain type of class. King Shark is going to be a tank. Harley Quinn is the DPS. Um, you know, Deadshot's kind of your long-range guy. Um, the archer type class, Captain Boomerang is the support class. I think that's what people were looking at when they announced this. But now they all play exactly the same. What's the point of me picking one character over another? All I'm going to do is use the same like Maybe if their weapons were limited to a certain class or character, sure. But they all use the same shit. Nothing is separating these characters. It's only the and based off of that is just favoritism. Harley got big buzz because of you know Maggie Robert and she being a suicide. A lot of people's gonna be Harley. A few people might be King Shark because of his you know debut in Suicide Squad. Nobody, I bet you no one's gonna pick Captain Boomerang because he died. He's <laughs> the first one who died. Died and obviously Deadshot because we know Deadshot. He never missed. So people gonna play play. You're not even you're not even utilizing his, his special ability because they all play the same. You can't say, oh, he's the best because they all use the same weapon. What makes these characters special? Again, favoritism. Like, I'm okay if Deadshot is flying around in his jetpack. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He has that. <laughs> Why is everybody else flying around and shooting and hovering in the air? How does their power? How does anything make sense with that? Yeah, um, like I said, I, I don't think it did any favors for them. The, this gameplay for maybe it's just the the, the footage they showed and, and the way they showed it was just a bad viewing for them. We've seen this before. Well, the demo they released in Forspoken turned a lot of people off from that game based on that demo because they had no yeah. idea what the fuck they were doing in that demo. But the game was from what I can understand from people saying is a lot better than what that demo was. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's just the way they did, they showed it off 
that just gave me really bad vibes. Like, really bad vibes. Maybe all they showed was, like, end-game abilities and shit that you got that you can do all this stuff. Who knows? But as of right now, that trailer, that gameplay footage, really... I wanted to punch my phone when I was watching that. Because I was watching it at work. I was fucking fuming. <laughs> I was so angry, dude. You have no idea. <laughs> I wanted to punch my phone. <laughs> Just turn it off. Uh, set five years after Arkham Knight do. They confirmed that. It is in the same universe as the Arkham games. <laughs> so it hurts even more that our first introduction of the Justice League in the Arkhamverse is this. Which will potentially be our first and only vision of the Justice League here. Um, we'll see. I, I still think end-wise, unless they kill everybody off, they're just going to have the Flash run back in time and, and fix it and hopefully fix their game somehow. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anything else, Ben? You said you liked what you saw. You want to elaborate on anything? I don't know. I just that? like co-op gameplay. So I'm fine with the co-op gameplay. It's just the way it was shown. <laughs> so yeah, that's, I I'm okay. So. Like, I'm still going to get it. I'll still play it because it's DC and I love DC. And like I said, I'm super intrigued by the story here um, and how it's going to play out. And like I said, I'm, I'm curious to see how the fight's against the bosses work you know um i should mention i know i i think people missed it when they're showing a lot of the characters but they did show martian manhunter is in this game um which again how are you gonna fight something like him i don't know um, i mean out of all of them he's the easiest one i would think of because of um yeah weak against fire yeah weak against fire yeah, but he can also take the form of anybody he wants, and he can use telepathy to really fuck with your mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe you'll set somebody else on fire instead of him. Yeah, you but know? if you fight, you fight him in a room that's hot. Like, as I said, that out of all of them, that's the most reasonable one that I could think of. I guess we'll see. Like, I can also see if they're doing the fights... Wonder Woman is obviously going to play a key role. I think w when they do the fight against Superman, I'm pretty sure you're going to be doing the legwork while she's keeping him distracted. I just don't see how you can actually go and attack Superman and hurt him. <laughs> like It has to be something yeah. like that going to have to go down. Um, same thing with the Flash. We saw Wonder Woman come in with the Flash in that trailer as well. I, she's probably going to be the one doing all the work. And you're just going to be fighting grunts. You're not even going to fight the Justice League in this game. I'm telling you that right now. You ain't doing shit. <laughs> so this is a Wonder Woman versus the Justice League. Suicide Squad is the side story. And you're playing the side story. <laughs> so this is basically that Wonder Woman game that we were supposed to get. <laughs> right? Snow and development. Really <laughs> hope it's, it's a single player cinematic experience that I was hoping this was going to be. At least the cinematic part. <laughs> ben, Metacritic, let's get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to talk Suicide Squad anymore. Well, Metacritic, um, the first game, 
Atomic Heart. Gary, you gave it 83. Yes. I gave it 80. Well, no, sorry. Alfonso, you gave it 80. I gave it 82. But Alfonso wins because it got 71. Good job, Alfonso. You did it. Oh, God. This damn Bioshock ripoff. okay this next game i couldn't there's no playstation review so i went with the pc version because i don't think i expect any playstation reviews anyway blood bowl free gary you gave it 68 alfonso you gave it 78 and i gave it 75 but gary wins with 68 because it got 58 Oh, ah. oh no one second mike never mind mike got it uh, wait what damn it, mike and mike got alfonso's <laughs> as well i just realized i forgot he had that that was cat mike oh no one second no he didn't review that was damn it, i'm gonna have to move us across right what did he i'm gonna quickly undo a few things to see if those are actually mike scores because i can't remember if i just put those there by accident give me a a second while I click the undo button. <laughs> okay, yeah, I put those back. Then Mike did not review last week, did he? Because he wasn't here. No, he wasn't here. Um, so I... Mike nearly got some points. <laughs> but no, Alfonso got that. So I was right originally, and then I questioned myself. <laughs> um, Okay. We're back to normal. Okay. So where were we? Blood Bowl 3. Gary, you got a point. Yay. Grim Guardians Demon Purge. Gary, you gave it 72. Alfonso, you gave it 70. And I gave it 69. Nice. <laughs> and the score was 71. So, <laughs> Gary, Gary you I get a point. point. Mm, mm. So, mm, mm. after last week's, Wait, Gary... Don, Don Alfonso and I share a point? Oh, yeah, Alfonso and Gary share a point. Yeah, because he had 70, right? Yeah. Put points out. See, Alfonso, I'm not a cheater. I'll give you credit. <laughs> you say that now because you're the damn lead. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we both have half a point. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to give you a whole point each because it's easier than writing half. So, oh, I was going to make a sex joke where we combine our half a point to get one, one point. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so the scores are now Gary in the lead with seven. Alfonso with five. Me with four. And Mike with two. Next week's games. Vampire the Masquerade New York Bundle. What? Gary. It's not going to get reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> what is what? <laughs> what? That's what popped up. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> what even is that? It's a bundle of games, right? The New York... <laughs> A bundle. <laughs> oh 
boy. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> this is two games that already came out. They're just in one package, man. Yeah, but the, yeah, it popped up. Uh, um, sixty-five. <laughs> <sighs> Alfonso. Yeah, I'm gonna go with sixty-two. And I'm gonna go with, I know, sixty-nine. Nice. Uh, and the other a game that comes out next week. Um, I do wonder if there's a. I'm sure there's some VR games coming out because there's nothing on Metacritic for VR in PS5. No, there's no VR games next week. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess this one might get reviewed as well. There's Maybe. two big ones. There's two big ones coming out next week. How are you not picking any of them? Well, we're picking one next. <laughs> Destiny 2 Lightfall. I'm going first. We have 18... Eight, no, not 98. 89. I think this is going to be amazing. I'm excited. Alfonso. 87. And Gary. 83. Okay. And the other game I'm guessing you think is going to be amazing. Scars Above. No. <laughs> I was going to mention Wulong, the Fallen Dynasty. Uh, that's not even on here. Well, it's coming out March 3rd. It's from the developers of Neo, and I'm pretty sure it's going to get Oh, yeah, March 3rd is... <laughs> at, uh, I, I, for some reason, I thought next week was uh, ending at a different time than it did. Oh, Friday. That's crazy. Okay. Okay, anyway, Scars Above. Gary. Um... 70. Alfonso. 72. Piping is hard. And I'm going to go with 55. Okay, Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Gary. 77. Uh, okay, I'm going to go next. I've, I actually think it's going to be 62. Man, low scores from Ben for the first time ever. I feel like it's going to be graphically amazing, but that's it. Alfonso. 75. Okay. And that's it. We've got, we've got four games for next week. Oh, snap. I'm excited for Destiny 2. Well, thank you, Ben. Shout outs since you're already... Um, a shout out to everyone that listens. Thank you all. Go check out Soundbites, a future episode where I eat a Carolina Reaper cheese. Um, go check out Soundbites. Also, go check out us on Twitch.tv and Google Grammar Radio. Uh, we've hit 983 followers. Uh, thank you to everyone that has followed us. 
Uh, if we reach a thousand followers, we're about to stream with a penguin suit. So 17 more to go. Don't do it in the snow. We want you to break your arm again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I do, if we get it in summer, I'll, wear, I'll do it in a hot tub. So there's that. Oh my god! How do I make multiple accounts on Twitch? Actually, during <laughs> summer, Gary. If you do it now, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Get every thousand. Ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. If Where are you going to find a hot tub in Scarsborough? I'm going to buy a little paddling pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is like boil the water in there. <laughs> no, hot tub guys. It's burning my feet though. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Thank you to everyone listening. Go check us out on all these. I can just see Ben like getting like 30 fucking kettles and just boiling the water and pouring <laughs> it in there. Uh. <laughs> <Not up there. laughs> Third degree burns later. <laughs> Alfonso, shout out some working people reach it. <laughs> shout out to you Ben shout out to you Gary thank you for having me on like always shout out to the listeners continue to read the articles at PSU.com um, want to make two announcements first a sad one unfortunately I don't want to butcher the person's name out of respect but the person who created the iconic sounds for the PS logo has passed away a couple of days due to heart failure with 73 thank you because those iconic sounds, every time the logo pops up, was just soothing. Even though it was short and simple, it was still soothing. So, may your soul rest in peace. Um, and shout out to Tim Nunes. As today is his birthday. So, happy birthday, Tim. Oh, Thank happy birthday, Tim. Happy birthday, Tim. Uh, I didn't know that. One second. Thank you. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at alishan 7 Alrighty, shout out to you guys as always. Thank you for joining me. Shout out to the listeners. Tim, happy birthday. I mentioned it earlier to you and you got mad at me because personal story. <laughs> um, but happy birthday, my friend. Um, shout out to the listeners. As I said, um, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagwausch. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. And that's it. We're done. It's over. Bye. 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 Goodbye.